Welcome to the Words of a Warrior podcast. I'm Candy Wheeler, your host and founder of Warrior Women Retreats, internationally recognized conscious business coach, motivational speaker, and author, but most importantly, human, on a journey just like you are. And together, we'll explore insights, tools, and practices to help you recognize your worth, see your potential, and bet on yourself so you can uplevel your life, leadership, and business. Each week, I will bring you profound wisdom, words of encouragement, and real stories of fierce resilience from inspiring creatives, artists, activists, and entrepreneurs. Trade in fear, worry, and self-doubt for deep healing, sacred remembrance, and divine inspiration to follow your excitement and connect with your true purpose. Grab your journal and get ready to take your power back. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I am so excited to be here with you today for a couple of different reasons. Of course, the first being that the podcast is my favorite way to connect with you all, but then also because today's topic is one that has continued to surface, whether in conversation with women or on calls with clients. And I shared a story post on Instagram the other day asking what you all wanted to hear more of. And this suggestion came in from Monique Angelica at In This Moment Therapy on Instagram. And the question was, how do you handle outgrowing the people that you love? And I found this super interesting because, again, it's just come up so much time and time again. And for me, I've had many of these types of conversations myself where I was once wondering the same thing. And so I want to invite you into this conversation today as sort of a reflection, not just hearing what I have to share about it, but also doing an inventory yourself. Because relationships, I think, are so important in your journey of evolution and so many times we think we have to hold on to certain friendships or relationships because they've been in our lives for so long or because they're family or whatever else we tell ourselves. But there's really important things to understand about relationships. And the first is that they're all a choice. You get to decide who is in your life, whether they're family or friends it's ultimately up to you. Now, does that mean when you're growing to go and cut a bunch of people off and maybe even block a bunch of people? Not necessarily. But the three things that I want you to really kind of reflect on is the first, well, if this is a question you ask yourself, how do you handle outgrowing people that you love? Really address what your fear is around that. Is the fear losing people? Is it the fear of criticism or judgment from certain people? I think this is important to know because you can then address the fear head on versus worrying about outgrowing the individual. And then the second thing I want you to reflect on is what are your expectations around the people in your life or the relationships that you have in your life? Do you have uncommunicated expectations? Do you have unfair expectations? Are there 
expectations that you have that are really worth having. Uh, so that's just something to consider. And I guess the last thing I would want you to reflect on is where is your responsibility in this? Because I think there's a balance between knowing and understanding your intuition and who's supposed to be in your life and who's not, and then actually owning up to where you're responsible. Because I'll kind of go into this, but there is a time in my life where I just kept closing out or completing certain relationships, but those patterns kept resurfacing in my life. So I'm going to go into each of these. Uh, the last podcast episode, I addressed how to really make space for your fears. And I think the same practice can apply here when you're looking at, okay, what do I do when I'm outgrowing the people around me? Well, what are you so afraid of? For me, I was afraid of losing people. I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid that people wouldn't really understand uh, where I was coming from. I was honestly also afraid to be seen because I had been playing small for so long. I never really put myself out there. And so I was kind of opening myself up to all this judgment and all this criticism and the potential to be rejected, which can be, feel really scary. And then I feared losing people. For a long time, I would develop codependent tendencies in my relationships. And this is something I've most recently focused on healing even more so now <laughs> because I run a business and I see my patterns that surface in my personal life show up in my business. And so I understood that I was afraid of losing people that I loved because throughout my whole life, I had gone to funeral after funeral after funeral. And I think I had my most traumatic experience of losing my cousin when I was 16. He was 17. And uh, he died suddenly. And for me, it was a very traumatic experience. And it was so much pain and so much heartbreak in that, that when I would develop relationships with people, I would want to hold on so tightly because I would be afraid that they would leave or die. And that's just my own personal experience. So you get to really look for yourself and uncover what is it for you that you fear the most around, you know, this concept or this idea of outgrowing your relationships with the people that you love. And then the second thing is, what expectations do you have on the people around you and your relationships? Because I, this one is, whew, a lot of us get to check in on this because there's an idea out there that all friendships should be friends forever or each partnership that you get into, you're supposed to stay in or if you don't, it fails and if it fails, that's not a good thing and people are judging you and all of this all of this stuff right but the reality is not all relationships are supposed to be for a lifetime some are 
And some I believe exist for multiple lifetimes, if you believe in that. And, and then others I feel are just for a season. And each relationship carries within it an opportunity to grow or to heal or to learn something about yourself. And that is a beautiful thing. And I do get to preface this too by saying I'm nowhere near a relationship expert. This is all just what I've learned from my experiences is that some friendships and partnerships are are meant to be in your life for a season, whereas others are meant to last a lifetime. And I believe you all are grown individuals listening to this podcast. So you you really know in your life which of those relationships are really ready to complete at this point and which ones you really cherish and you want to keep developing and growing and you want to see these people in your life. And with that being said, then it kind of trickles into the next thing, which is the responsibility to be had. So I used to not be the person that I am today. Many of you know quite a bit about my own transformation, but to just put it simply, I now am a very inspiring, motivational person or seen as that, and I view the world in a much more positive light than I had once viewed it. And there was a time in my life where I was not only not as motivating or inspiring as I am today, but where I was quite the opposite. And I used to complain. I used to uh, just think negatively, speak negatively to and about myself, about others, about the world. And a friend of mine one day was an older friend, I should say, was talking with a newer friend of mine. And she says, I don't think you really understand how much Candy has changed. She is now the person who is leading us up the mountain, but she used to be the one that would cry and complain and ask, why are we doing, why are we climbing this mountain in the first place? And that is very true. Uh, she's a basketball teammate of mine from college, and I just remember this hike we went on as a team together and being the last person up the mountain and just being so upset that we had to do this, asking, you know, what this has to do with basketball, how this is helping us as a team or individuals, and why we have to do this when it's so hot and to then fast forwarding to this time where she was mentioning how much I've changed, people were calling me Camelback Candy. And if you've ever been or visited to Phoenix, Arizona, or if you live there, you know that uh, Camelback Mountain is a, a really popular hike. And for avid hikers, it's pretty much no big deal. But for most people, it's pretty challenging. 
And I can even say I've hiked to the base camp of one of the top 25 tallest peaks in the world and the tallest peak in my state and still find Camelback pretty rough <laughs> every time. I'm always blown away at just how difficult it is, but yet how often people climb this thing and, and casually at that. But I just remember this one moment of reflection that I had and just understanding, wow, I've really changed. And she's right. However, I, at that time, hadn't really owned up and taken responsibility for who I was in my past and who I used to show up as. And at that time, of course, I was attracting certain dynamics and certain relationships, certain people because of how I myself was vibrating, how I myself was showing up. And so a lot of those connections just kind of naturally fell off on their own. But some of them I wanted to maintain. I saw a beautiful potential in this relationship and continuing on this journey with just watching each other grow and, and being, you know, uh, on this path with one another. And so I had to really own up to how I once had shown up in a way that really honored and validated uh, my my French my friends experiences for example I would say hey you know I realized that I am now showing up as this positive person I am now you know changing and evolving and and speaking differently and uh, just bringing different thoughts to the table whereas I know I once wasn't always that way and in fact I really get that I was the opposite but I know you've been here for me through all of it and I would love it if you can support me in this journey and really I'm not leaving your life or I'm not going anywhere but I'd love it if you could be a part of it and I think that was probably the most vulnerable thing I could do in some of these friendships and relationships that I wanted to keep because you're up for rejection at that point, right? You're up for criticism. Uh, you might, they might just say no, but the reality is at least you're giving them the chance at this point. And I think most of us don't even give the people in our lives a chance to be a part of the next chapter uh, when we're growing because for so long they've seen us as this version of ourselves and perhaps we think they might be attached to that. And some of them may be, and those are the people that maybe may not get it. And there are people that maybe won't be, uh, won't, maybe won't get it. But I, I hear a lot of this talk of, I need to cut off so many toxic people or toxic friendships and whatnot and, or get rid of them. And uh, though I do believe that there are situations that can be incredibly unhealthy, uh, especially when you, you know, consider like domestic violence and abusive relationships and things like that, uh, but I won't speak to that because I personally don't have 
firsthand experience with that. But what I can speak to is the fact that I don't really view any of the people of my past as toxic people themselves. But what I understand is that there are some people in my past who who I have had toxic dynamics with. Ex-partnerships, for example, I don't view these people that I've been in relationships with toxic. I don't think they're bad people. But what I do understand is that together, we may have not had the healthiest dynamics. We may have contributed to keeping each other small in a sense or keeping ourselves from healing or growing or evolving uh, for whatever reason. Oftentimes we attract those partnerships, I feel, because it feels really safe there. But the reality is it's like the furthest from that, right? And so I don't know. I just, I bring this, this topic to the table, not to say I'm an expert, not to say this is the blueprint for handling this particular thing. But what I will say is that I personally have had a tremendous, beautiful, ever unfolding journey in this area to where I've understood that uh, not all people in my life are meant to be in my life forever. But those that I truly desire to stick around with and to walk this journey with, there's a responsibility that I get to have and perhaps even they get to have around the dynamics. Because I think that people can stay in your life even if there once was a dynamic that wasn't so serving with communication and with responsibility and accountability and ownership that dynamic can be put to rest but the actual relationship doesn't have to if that makes sense not everybody is mature enough to do so and so at that point you get to make a choice and whether or not and some people you're meant to love from a distance Lisa Nichols had brought up in an interview that she did, and it was so powerful. I just remember it so potently where she said that that door is meant for you to fit through, and you're much more valuable to the people in your life. When you just focus on your own journey and your own growth, you can then come back and say, okay, now I can, I can you know, love you from a, from a good place. But before, I had to love you from a distance, right? And I think if you're focused on your journey and your healing and your evolution, naturally, the relationships that are meant to be in your life are going to come. And naturally, the ones that are meant to fall away will do so. But does that mean go and cut off and block a bunch of people? maybe but maybe not I personally have never had to block anyone and I don't really even want that type of energy but what I do understand is that there are people that I really love and I want them to be in my life forever 
And so those are the types of people I need to have conversations with and really take ownership of the way I show up and the way I've shown up in the past. I hope that when you listen to this, the biggest thing you take away is that there's always a choice. And I would invite you to choose the path of responsibility, the path of healing, the path of growth and fun because relationships can be beautiful if you allow them to be and if you invite the people into your life that want to see you win and you show up with that same amount of support for those people that you want to receive in return. All right, you guys, lots of love. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in with me on the Words of a Warrior podcast. I am so happy you stopped by and would love to know what you took away from this conversation. If you feel so moved, please feel free to share with a friend and leave us a review on iTunes so that we can keep getting this message into the hands of the people who need it the most. Let us know what you loved, topics you want to hear more of, and your favorite words of a warrior. Until next time, keep taking back your power, following your excitement, and unapologetically living the life you were born for.